stuff. Keep going. What do I look like? I look like I read about French art and... We're recording, right? Yeah, I just started. Okay, out. welcome to the Ask to Nose podcast. I'm Zach and this is Hollywood Justin. No, 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 no. Let me set the stage. So, okay. so, so first of all, we had all these, all these postponements, all, all the hold on, I need to get ready. I need to do my hair. Um, you couldn't, I couldn't get a hold of you this morning. You were in meetings. Um, so now that we've, now that I've moved out and we're living in different places, you've, you've gone totally Hollywood on us. Um, but it's glad that you could give us a moment of your time today. So thank you for that. Yeah. See, what Zach doesn't know is that I'm currently in the Hamptons. Um, I'm at Joe Rogan's Villa. I just had brunch with his wife. Um, and later on, we'll be having dinner with Tim Dillon and Joey Diaz. So, and you got, you know, yeah, I've you guys will be eating, eating elk meat and talking about <laughs> Mayan culture and how every Alex Jones is, is right about everything. I get it. And it's fine. <laughs> it's fine that our podcast has blown up and you're the only one that's reaped any benefits from it. And I moved back in with my parents and I'm on the borderline of being homeless. But other than that, I mean, it's great see, to see you, man. See, what happened was I started not only did I start keeping a joke book, which turned me into a true comedic genius as I started smoking a pipe, which really lends towards the air of a, a professional. So, OK, so you just started smoking that pipe. Is that is that correct? Yep. Never smoked. To, just never smoked any tobacco in my entire life. OK. And this joke book, um, I know you want to keep the genius, but why don't you read us just one excerpt from it? So I can get a better idea of how to make famous friends. Um, oh, okay. So you want to hear my bad my bad joke that you know is bad because I only wrote one joke and already read it to you? Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't have. Well, to. actually, I, it's I, coming up in my news section, so we'll get to that. We'll get we to don't that. Have, we don't have to. I just wanted to prove the point that you've yeah. got Hollywood on us. Yeah, you know. I mean, I. I mean, I'm a genius. What can I say? Like, I just really don't even. You know, I'm just, I'm beautiful. I'm, in, I'm just intelligent. I'm funny. I'm just all around, you know, 10 out of 10. But you know, this you, podcast isn't about how great I am. Is it not? Because that's what it seems to be becoming. Um, you, you had to postpone an hour because you had to do your hair and you had to, you had to make our listeners, which don't exist, um, think that you just lounge around the house on Sunday mm -hmm. with your hair all did. I do. Um, I always am like, this. yeah, every time we recorded every audio podcast we recorded, you looked exactly like that. I think it's so funny that you, you that you you keep saying that this is dead because this is like nappy. If any black people watch this, stop, which stop. they probably won't. Oh my God. But if black people watch this, they're literally going to look at me and be like, girl, he should have used a little bit more curl control because he's getting a little bit nappy. By the end of this, I'm going to look like a Q-tip. I'm just saying the preparation that went into uh the aesthetic portion of this podcast today i uh put on this hoodie and that was it sorry about that my my, no, new, it, my new roommate no, brought no, me a no, it's fine it was it your was it your agent <laughs> no. was yeah, that, that's my, was that yeah that's my producer i have him make me pancakes uh whenever the podcast gets started Oh, okay. It's yeah. nice to it's nice to know that things are going well for you, man. It's mm -hmm. good to see you. Mm -hmm. I also have a butler. 
I, you know, I tried to angle because it's the first time we're doing video. I tried to angle this so that the cats could be in it. But like, you know, the lighting situation wasn't it. But I'm hoping the cats come over and join. I want to show everybody. The, the, yeah, I'm sure they'll make an appearance at some point. Hey, business yeah. manager. Um, he said hello, um, my producer. <laughs> it's OK. We don't have to talk. He doesn't he he doesn't uh, he doesn't care. I don't I don't have any. Uh, what's it I'll called? Be- I, actually I don't create him, any value. I'll be podcast. having him come through for a few minutes later in the podcast to tell us a, a fun little story. Um, oh, about business. That's nice. Yeah. 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 Um, how how has your week been, though? It's the first week you've been gone. Yeah. Is the house quiet without me? Yeah, I've been like walking around just depressed. Like everything has been in a shade of blue. I've been singing duets and nobody ever picks up the second part. You know, I went I went on a I went on a um a rebound fast. And in one night I had I, I, I took five dicks, you know, just because I was so depressed about my roommate leaving me. It's very wow. sad. It's been a struggle over here. And it's probably so it's not probably it's definitely selfish of me, but it makes me happy that you're that you're sad and in depression because that means I'm just fucking awesome. Um, but I I it, it is. It was sad. Um, I'm I'm sure the place is a little bit quieter. Um, my parents said this place is a lot louder. Oh, I and I've, it been is. Here, I've been here for a week. Um, they've already accused me of stealing their bank account numbers and <laughs> trying to take out a second mortgage on the house. But besides that, things have been great, man. I really haven't been. I want to see people that I know down here, but it's been hard because I'm just getting ready for um a trip to chicago next week so i'm kind of getting getting all that in order i'm also selling a bunch of shit uh for my parents but um pretty soon when i get back from chicago i'm gonna start uh seeing friends and uh Mm. and you know start doing that thing but it's been good man i also i'm excited for this because i have been doing so much emails and bullshit like that that i haven't kept up with the news at all And my dad was, I was just talking to my dad this morning and he was watching Fox news like he always does. And they were talking about Marjorie Taylor green again, um, comparing masks, wearing masks to the Holocaust or something, or she, she said Holocaust in the same sentence as masks. She did. She said, um, if I remember the quote, like precisely, she said uh, that vaccine cards um, or vaccine passports are like comparable to the Jewish star that was forced the Jews okay. were forced away. Okay. I got <laughs> Which, you. You know, like most Holocaust comparisons, I'm like, I th- I guess I get where you were going with it, sis, but like you could have picked any other tra- tragedy in history. Also, I thought she was a Holocaust denier, which confused me. Um, but apparently Yeah, no, she's- I don't think she's a denier. I think she just um I think she just likes to compare the plight of conservatives to the plight of Jews in Germany. It's almost worse than a than a denier, though, because a denier, a denier has a reason to dislike Jews. Right. They're like this thing's fake. But if you actually don't deny it and you still hate Jews, then that would be more problematic, I would think. No. I mean, yeah, I I don't I'm not sure. You know, I'd have to ask a Jew, but. It might be worse because, I mean, some people say that, like, when people made those comparisons, you know, they're like, I guess, like, invalidating or making the Holocaust seem like it wasn't that bad or whatever. 
So I don't know. I don't know. I think the deniers are hilarious. It is so funny to me that they're genuinely like intelligent adults that would be like, nope, didn't happen. Fake or, news. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what our podcast is. Fake news. But <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, we have all real news stories today. Not not a false thing. OK. OK. So hit me with it. I want to I want to stay up. So what do you got for me? Okay, so I'll start. I'll go ahead and start out the news section this week by talking about how, first of all, this has been a hard week to be a conservative. It really has. The Republican Party is not making it easy for me at all. Um, namely, have you heard about all these voting laws that are getting passed in Republican uh, states by Republican legislators? Like I said, I no idea what's happening. Okay, so here I'll I'll just, I'll just describe a couple to you so that you can really get the true, like just how petty this whole thing is, right? Because first of all, I, I will say that uh, Republicans have decided that they're never losing another election in this country again. Uh, they don't care, they don't care what the fuck say. They just have decided they're never losing, and so there's this one law that I'm pretty sure this is in Texas about the ballot boxes. You know how this last election there were ballot boxes everywhere and people could drop off their uh, mail-in ballots. So Republicans didn't like that. So there's this law in Texas that <laughs> now the ballot boxes, right, they must be located inside of early voting locations, okay? They must be manned at all times. And if they're unmanned and somebody puts a ballot in, that ballot is invalid. <laughs> and they can only be operational during early voting hours, okay? So essentially what they said was go do early voting and now those boxes don't matter at all because you're still going to have to wait in the line to get to the to get to the drop-off box okay is that it um no that's not it it's so it's a bunch of them like that this other one oh shit where'd it go um this one was really something right so this is south dakota and you know how like we have petitions um like at least in florida we do where we'll have a petition and it'll show up on the ballot and like we can vote on like, um, you know, an action rather than voting on a person. So South Dakota, right, for its ballot petitions, <clears throat> they must be printed in 14 point font, one page. Let me remove this cat from the print. Oh, yeah, have a look, cute cat. Yes, queen. Get out of my face. Um, it must be 14, uh, 14 point font. The whole thing has to fit on one page. So now petitioners in uh, South Dakota will essentially be walking around unfurling like like 100 yard long scrolls like monks in order to get a petition. I don't get it. So you so what do they mean? Uh, it has to be one page. The petition like itself, the whole, the whole petition, including like what the petition is for and all the signatures has to fit on one page. I mean, that's just retarded. I know, meaning they have, and 14.5 is big, meaning they have to have this whole petition and then they have to collect usually like 10,000 signatures. Well, yeah, that wouldn't, I mean, anyone who's not, anyone can tell you that 10,000 signatures in 14 point font can't fit on one page. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, unless you have a scroll, these people are legitimately going to have to have like a scroll or have like one of those, like something that's folded and literally unfolds into like. It's like carpet. one of those fucking it's one of those things that kids will be like, what's your like, <laughs> yeah. pick a number between one and four. And yeah, but it's 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 about um, it's about like giving, you know, women the right to like speak their mind in public. 
is is one of the flaps. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. But you know, honestly, I think these petitioners they could they could flip it and like make this because you know they have to have this big piece of paper. So make it like a thing where you have like this ancient like monk scroll, like monk looking scroll, and you literally unfurl it, like you unroll that bitch, and then you have like a quill pen. Because honestly. I would sign. I mean, it could be like it could be like a petition to bring back slavery. And I would be like, but how often do you get to sign like a scroll like a monk with a quill like that is? And I can already see these guys are going to be a problem today. Let them on. They're they're a lot sexier than you and me. Well, they're so wanting fucking... to walk all over my equipment and chew on my cords. So it's a little bit problematic for the podcast. No. Yeah. Don't let them do that. But let them let them uh, let them sniff around. Um. But is yeah, that so, is that part of your new production team? Is those cats? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now I'm watching them try to bet breastfeed, although they're way too old for that. Hey, yeah, fucking throw. They're India. like, they're like three years old at this point. Why are they they breastfeeding? It's, it's ridiculous. Just getting they're like basically 15, and they're still trying to suck on their mom's tit. Yeah, I mean, I quit when I was 13. So like, get a fucking <laughs> grip. Yeah, truly, get a fucking grip, people. Okay, um, so is that is that it with the voting? Because yeah, yeah, those that... were the only two that I was gonna really go into because they're all just like that. Like they're all these weird. Like they put together a bunch of random petty rules just to just make the process like ridiculous. Well, I'll say this: you play the game to win, right? Yeah, yeah. So I get what they're doing from from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. the The petition thing is so stupid. But the the first one, and I don't know if it, it's because there was a fight breaking out in the Knicks Hawks game, and I was like, "Oh shit!" and I didn't hear you. But you are the, not. You better not be watching a game. Oh, dude, I totally am. But the the what first thing shoot? I the first thing I heard about the ballot boxes that didn't even sound that bad to me. I'll be real. Well, basically, they made it to where they don't like. You might as well not have the ballot boxes because like early voting is already a thing, and you have to go wait in line to get in the building to early vote. And they've made it to where like you have to do the same thing to get to the ballot box. So it's like it's it almost it's like it, it doesn't make it like easier to vote at all. You just yeah, vote. but isn't isn't that the whole the the our whole system is that it's all it's always a yeah, but you got to fill out this fucking form. It's it makes sense and yeah. voting itself, dude. It's fucking twenty twenty one. Why can't I vote while I'm taking a shit on on my toilet? on my phone the whole thing makes no fucking sense how we have to line up and, and go to a, a old library that no one goes to during the day it is very like 20th century the way we vote but i mean i don't know if i want it to be an app either because like fucking you know how china and russia like they just hack into everything that we have going on i would be kind of oh. scared of that yeah but all i'm saying is there has to be an easier way yeah. than making people go in person uh well I know a lot have- of people said like the drop-off boxes were a good solution um at least a lot of democrats felt that way because you know you could drop them off at any point and it just took a second like it's just like a mailbox where you just stick your mail in so like yeah. it, it allowed people to just do it whenever they had like a spare minute yeah and i hear that but you can can you not see how that could also there could there could be some issues with that with I, with people yeah. meddling I could, but also like um, when all those boxes, like the the states that did implement them, they like had way they had more rigorous qualifications for like how what what uh, how those ballots would actually count. 
you know, rather than if you walked in and vote, like they were more rigorous and like you had to have some very specific things on the ballot to make it count. I don't remember exactly because it's like different per state. Yeah, but it was, you know, it was more rigorous. And, you know, according to the Democrats, this this was like the least fraud in any election, which do you believe that? (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel like every other election, the Democrats are like, bitch, it's fraud everywhere, bitch. Everyone's getting scammed. Yeah. When they win, they're like, oh shit, it was really, it's Safe like a election. Yeah, it, it's funny because I'm watching the Knicks game. It reminds me of a Knicks fan that whenever <laughs> they lose, they're like, the fucking refs were paid. The NBA doesn't <laughs> want the Knicks to be good. Yeah. And, and then every time the Knicks win, they're like, fucking amazing job by the refs. It's uh Oh my God, you know, that's funny because I had another sports metaphor about this, which uh, about the Republicans with these voting laws, because it's like it literally reminds me of Jake Paul being like, I'll box anyone who's not a boxer and is retired and it has to be boxing rules and I will pay them to win. <laughs> yeah. Like- very but much you're a bitch, but you're still a bitch. You know? And here's this half a mil so that you can let me knock you the fuck out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it feels very much like that. Um, but yeah, so that's a fun, that's, that's a fun thing. Speaking of elections that will have to be rigged to win, um, Caitlyn Jenner, right? She has introduced, um, a plan for when she becomes governor, right? For this new, for this way, this partnership with Tesla, that what it's going to do is it's going to get rid of the California homeless. Okay. And what this will be, okay, is... They will be adding, um, they'll they'll be modifying Tesla's current self-driving AI, right? So that when it's on the road, it can recognize homeless people and avoid avoiding them. Avoid avoiding them. Yes. What does that mean, avoid avoiding them? So you know how the AI will recognize people and then it'll like not hit those people? Yeah. Yeah, it won't do that for the homeless. It'll hit homeless people. Maybe. Not on purpose, because then, you know, legal, you know. It just will pretend they're not there. And if they happen to be in the way, you know. It's a robot, so who you know who's at fault? No one. Huh. Yeah. So this and is amazing. He, and, and this he, is exactly why I support Caitlin because she's coming up with these amazing plans like this. I mean, who else is has a plan to get rid of the homeless? Also, she's teaming up with Elon Musk if she's with Tesla. So it's a foolproof mm-hmm. collaboration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got you've got two geniuses, two modern geniuses in Renaissance men and woman. You know, so it's going to be great Two uh, pioneers for how for how society is going to be shaped. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The only issue will be the cleanup, you know, because all of the homeless guts splattered across the highways. That will be that will be an issue. And taxpayers will probably have to pay for that. But they might just take it out of the current billion dollar homeless people budget. Did you know this is not a bit They, they have a billion dollar a year budget for homeless people in California? Yeah, and they spend it all. They spend it all on iPhones, and they just give them all iPhones. Literally, I'm like, what is that? How do y'all have all this money? And y'all still can't get somebody's niggas up out this tent city. Damn. Although some I know- people, some people, homeless is in right now. Like, yeah, like I've heard about that. People being like, it's like super trendy, and we're like, <laughs> I don't know, yeah. we're like unique, and we don't need society. Yeah, you you don't need society, but you need to panhandle in the middle of society every day to get money to, you know, buy water, but you're a minimalist. You reject, you reject, you know, power. Those people confuse me because like, there's like so many ways, like if you do truly want to live separate from society, the streets of LA aren't exactly it, 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of in the hub of where society is. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can go camp for the rest of your life. You can just, you can strike up in the wilderness. You can, they even have yes. like those things in California where you get like a bunk in like a room that has 10 other bunks for people who just want to live simply. Go to a commune. There's a bunch yeah. of different options. So many things, so many things, you know. But it's just, it's just the the latest trend. I'm sure, I'm sure a bunch of people like, you know, the, 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 the cycle of gentrification mm-hmm. that Giannis Papas talks about. I'm sure a bunch of lesbians will become homeless first mm-hmm. and then a bunch of young people and then a bunch of gays will come to make the homeless 10 cities fabulous. And then once that happens, then people will look around and be like, I know we're homeless, but like some of these <laughs> homeless people are really homeless and we yeah. they're the problem. Yeah. And then we have to get the home, the original homeless out of there and ship them off to to Cuba or wherever or wherever they they think they'll be better or Portland uh, Portland um who knows but it's gonna it's gonna we're gonna get to that and I'm just I'm just fucking glad I don't live on the west coast man it's it sounds Me fucking too. wild I mean there, it's bro. on fire they don't have water everybody's poor disease is running rampant they locked the fuck down for COVID and everybody still got COVID so they not still only do think- they not have jobs everybody still got COVID they, they they still think uh there's gold out there they think they think covid if you uh come in contact with someone that had covid at one point then you automatically disintegrate it's um it's pretty wild <laughs> it's funny too seeing like all of the um all of the various especially entertainment industries like slowly getting out of california you know like comedy is moving to texas mostly movies are moving to georgia you know georgia's kind of fucking it up with the voting law thing but we all know that those movies are going to end up being made in georgia let's be real if, if the if the film if it costs the same amount for mm-hmm. the film to be made they're just going to be like georgia fuck you but like here's our money you know yeah because georgia i mean it's cheap as fuck to do shit there you know and one thing i really respect about Mm -hmm. caitlin jenner Mm -hmm. is she's fucking honest about what people in her class think and talk about how she was talking about oh i was hanging out with my friend and she's moving or here she's moving to arizona because they can't stand looking at homeless people in the eyes she literally goes i just don't like looking at them (laughs) and i'm moving i'm moving states because i can't it's an eyesore so yeah that's truly think about caitlin jenner think about the kardashian and jenner family and think about who they hang out with that's what they truly believe yeah and publicly publicly people in that uh you know, tax bracket are going to say one thing, but they're when they're talking to their friends, they're going to say, I can't fucking stand looking at all of these half dead zombies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I dude, I like 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 I the thing about the thing about her using Tesla's to get rid of the homeless. That was a bit. But like genuinely, that's what these people talk about in private when they're like in the Hamptons in their pool. Oh, yeah. They're like, what would be the best way to commit mass genocide on these homeless people and like get away with it so that we could just, you know, get rid of them. And and that's not a bad move to get Elon Musk involved, because when Elon Musk gets involved, everyone Mm -hmm. thinks it's the best. It's the genius. I would have like, it's genius. It's just the future. And people are like, did you is that sliced bread? Because that was insane. So (laughs) he could say 
you know, in his stupid little South African voice, like, we're going to murder all homeless people. And people would go fucking nuts. And people would be like, sign me up. I'm buying stock. So, Ooh, you know, what he should do. He should get the Neuralink and then just start forcing it on homeless people and turning them into like mindless worker drones. Ooh, that would be that make, would be make homeless people the new slaves. Mm-hmm. And instead of manual labor, they work at fast food restaurants. See, I would sign that petition if it was presented to me on a mug scroll. Yeah, I would, I would sign the fuck out of that. It's all the, the scroll starts in California, but they roll it all the way to here. And you just, <laughs> you, while it rolls by, you just fucking sign yeah, you it. Just, just, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, fuck the homeless. Fuck those guys. The, I think the conclusion here is that it's the homeless's fault. It's their fault. Everything. Yeah. Caitlyn um, Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner 2020. Yeah, you know, but outside of conservative news. Have you heard? Did you uh, check out the demo, uh, Democracy Perception Index just came out this year? <laughs> I don't know why I ask you if you've seen anything at this point. I truly don't. Yeah, and you're bringing up you're if you brought up like a mainstream news story, I would say no. But this you're is like one of the biggest this, news stories every year. <laughs> you're bringing up like Pew researched indexes and no, shit. no, no, <laughs> not Pew research. No, okay, so. The Democracy Perception Index, it's um, this year I had 50,000 participants in 53 countries. It's this thing that happens every year. So like get like a measure of how people feel about democracy around the world and like where it's mm-hmm. going. And mm-hmm. there were some very interesting factoids within this report. So I checked some out. First of all, um, 40 percent of the 44 percent of the world is concerned that the U.S. is a threat to democracy. <laughs> Which is hilarious because we are the largest and most powerful democracy, supposedly. Um, and just for reference, China, only 38% of the world thinks they're a threat. And only 28% of the world thinks Russia is a threat. So of the three big bad bitches, the one that's a democracy is apparently, seems like we might be the most dangerous to democracy. Well, who who answered this? Was it a poll? Who answered this? Um. Well, so it was polls, and I'm gonna get to that because some of these results are a little bit. Mm, but it's a it was a poll, fifty thousand people throughout the world, just like randomly selected. Okay. Yeah, um. Well, fifty thousand isn't when you think about seven billion. Um, yeah, it's really not like a huge sample size, like a huge percentage. No, you consider seven billion. It is. Or it is a massive poll. Like, like we there's not a lot of polls that happen that are this big. Yeah, but. A, they're not they're not wrong at the same time. Uh, I think China and Russia, um, they have their own plans. But uh, the U.S., I, I, I kind of feel them. I kind of feel them. I they, do, too. Yeah. I do, um, too, honestly. Yeah. But y'all might be right. Shit. Uh, oh, also, but apparently that's up. That's um, lower than last year. Last year, like our rating, our, our threat to democracy rating was worse. And people are calling that now. You know who which people are calling it the Biden effects. <laughs> Bitch, give me a fucking break. The I Biden want, effects. Wait, wait. I wonder who I wonder who coined that. I wonder, right? I wonder what party they were a part of, the person that wrote that first. Yeah, That's... so I had a giggle about that. Like they're trying to chalk this up to Biden. That's funny to me. Also, they're calling it the Biden effect. Like it's like it's uh 
the butterfly effect or something. Mm-hmm. Like he literally went through space and time to make us a safer country. And to uh, me, the fact that this rating, because this is just the rating of people's perception. To me, that literally the Biden effect is Biden is way better at propagandizing the rest of the world, whereas Trump was better at propagandizing America. It's, <laughs> it's either that and or Biden is incompetent and he can't even do he can't even carry out his own plans. Truly. I mean, so, yeah, that was funny. Um you know, this was interesting, right? Because this is where this poll started to look fishy to me, right? Because the next one I wrote down was Russia and China. They're both overwhelmingly negative about the U.S., Russia and China specifically. And we both know, we, we know how those countries operate, okay? Oh, that plus China's people had a 95% satisfactory rating on, on its handling of COVID. <laughs> Yeah, I I wonder I wonder which Chinese citizens filled that one out. I wonder. Yeah. I be, I bet you they were from the lower income brackets. There's no chance they were from the 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 elite royal families. See, what I wonder is what specifically were they threatened with to 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 answer this on the poll? Was it you'll lose your job? Was it we'll just kill you? Was it will like enslave your children? Because China has a they've got a lot of tech te- tactics. Either all of them or they just fucking pulled the super wealthy Chinese people that don't see because in China, I've never been. But from what I from from when I imagine it is that the rich and the elite, they don't they don't have the burden of the rich Americans, which is they have to see the homeless. You know, they kind of it's it's they're in the city. It's out of sight, out of mind with them. Mm. So I just think they interviewed the the people from important families. Yeah, because I mean, I I saw that and I was like, there ain't no way in hell that 95 percent of the people in China are happy with with how that has gone down over there. Ain't no way in hell. So, yeah, that that to me kind of made all these results feel a little bit like, "Mm, yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know how accurate any of this is. Who who conducted this this uh, poll? Uh, let me check who actually does it. Um, it's like a trusted source because this is like every year whenever this thing comes out, like all the news organizations are talking about it. It's considered one of the. Oh, polls. so that means it must be. Uh, it must be respected. Um, it comes from. It comes from a company called Latana. It's an international market leader in consumer insights. I mean, I, that doesn't fucking tell me anything. Everyone's a global leader. Well, they're like they like do like uh, similar polls, but for businesses to see like what people think about, you know, their clients or what their clients are doing with their business. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, What's the name of it? Latana? Yeah, Latana. L-A-T-A-N-A. Also, if you just look up the um, Democracy Perception Index, it'll come up. Uh, Oh, another another stat that I found a little bit sus was 75 percent of Asia is satisfied with its COVID response. Yeah, seventy five percent. What happened um, to the whole? Everybody in India is dying because I I feel like I recall a couple weeks ago everybody saying that everybody in India was literally dying. Well, apparently they found out that one of the pictures they used was from like a year prior when there was some other epidemic in India, and there was like they were saying people are dying on the streets or whatever, and the mm. picture they used was from a news story a year that. before. 
same thing happened actually a similar thing with israel with the israel palestine thing somebody there was a picture going around that was from like the syrian war in like 2008 or something like it was mad yeah old. <laughs> yeah yeah say hello oh no 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 keeper I, which one is that is that bobby yes yeah, bobby i can tell just by looking at her face bobby what are your thoughts Bobby, what are your thoughts on Israel and Palestine? Yeah, what do you think about Israel, baby? No comment. Okay. Yeah, Bobby, she gives less of a shit than we do. That's amazing. No, she's she's just a Holocaust denier. Ah, uh, yeah, she's probably yeah. like she's probably like. Well, I mean, you know, Hitler might have been right. <laughs> That's Bobby. I we she's so fucking cute though. So we did I tell around. you? I don't know if I said this on the last podcast. No, I didn't. Apparently, in the in this month, like the the phrase Hitler was right has been posted on social media like tens of thousands of times. It's like a, a ridiculous exponential bump from like what it was last month and you know the whole year prior. Everybody's just been tweeting about how Hitler's Hitler was right. Jesus Christ, dude! Yeah, it's so it's so weird how people. People flip flop and now everyone hates any like a lot of liberals just don't like Jewish people now. Mm. And they're like proudly anti-Semitic because someone told them that Jews don't like Palestine. But but when 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 Donald Trump was saying uh, negative stuff about brown people, he was, you know, a racist. But it's okay to hate Jews now. So, yeah, it's totally now it's liberal to hate Jews. Yeah, now it's progressive. So mm -hmm. that's nice. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Jews, did you, uh, there was I saw this one video game developer like tweeting about this. And I found that he is the guy who came out or is coming out with the first Holocaust video game. Oh, my God. Oh, no, my God. no, no, no. Just Jordan. Justin, I was calling you Jordan. Justin, Tim Dillon did this as a bit. He did not the video game, but he said he was talking about them that show oh my god he did i remember that he literally said that as a joke and now it's actually happening by, by the way we forgot to say this on when we were like when we were right when we were wrong about the them the the show because mm -hmm. everyone shortly after you said your comments on our podcast tim dylan started talking about it so that's probably he was probably listening um probably. but but it was it was a show called Holocaust and it's like, oh. it's first person, it's first person and the camera, it's a single that never leaves one room and it's just the showers. And that's the show. So I wonder, I'm also sorry. your mic, your mic cut out. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah. Sorry, I set my mic down. I was trying to pull up uh, this picture. I'm trying to figure out how to screen share with you. I've never done you this. hit You hit share screen. Okay. What are you pulling up right now? The, the, the video game? Yeah, this is, a, this is a picture from the video game. What Can you see the, it? Okay. Yeah. This I is a screenshot. It. So if you notice, we have this little dirty Jew boy. And I think this is the main character, just this little dirty Jew boy that looks so like such a stereotypical Jew. No, no, his his nose is not not fucked up. 
He literally looks like the classic like paper boy, like German paper boy from um like the World War II era movies. Like this, I just I just thought this was so funny how he's literally just like an obviously dirty little homeless boy and he's supposed to be the, the Jew main character. I'm assuming this woman is another Jew. She better get capped in the fucking head. Yeah, I thought for a second he was just pointing at her, but yeah, that's clearly a gun. He's yeah, that's the glizzy. Oh, I yeah. bet that's his mom. This is terrible. Who wants to play this? Fuck. Okay, Experience so, watching your mother get shot in the head by a Nazi. No, can you uh, can you go to the your other tab? I want to see a description of like how the game's played. A description of how the game is played. Yeah, get get off images. Let me full screen this bit. Hopefully this like works well in the recording. Is it is this imagination is the only escape? Yeah. Luke Bernard is the guy that made it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So story development controversy. I don't know. We might not know much about gameplay yet because it's not even out yet. I know, but there has to be. There has to be something. Samuel starts his journey to find the priest. Samuel sneaking his way through Paris. Paris. That's not where the Nazis were. No, they were. Oh, where that Samuel's brother tells him to escape the city. So you're running away. You're a little Jew boy and you're running away. Your mom got shot and you run away and you have to go find a priest. And pretend to be a Christian orphan. And he meets a fox. Yeah, that's okay. A fox apparently tells him how to find his dead mother. I love that. Yeah, this is going to be revolutionary to the video game scene. Truly. Okay, uh, this is Wikipedia, but it says Nintendo says they have no plans to release the game. But Nintendo of Europe will not block its release. Okay, yeah, so it's probably going to come out in Europe. It wouldn't work in America. I see. Nintendo's Japanese. You would think they would be like, who gives a fuck? Why do they care about the Holocaust? Also, I think I I disagree because I know in Germany you're not allowed to have any video games with Nazi references and stuff. So that's why Call of Duty, they mm. took out all the Nazi stuff. They call them, they call them, I don't think they call them Nazis. I think they call them like German resistance yeah. or something. Speaking of Nazi video games, have you heard uh, of like Wolfenstein is like, I guess, getting canceled now because it's like anti-Semitic or something? What's Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein, it's literally like an electric Nazi zombie werewolf game. like you're literally a werewolf and you walk around killing like electric nazi zombies yeah that's that's pretty anti-semitic yeah you know just the suffering that we put the jews through boy the suffering but but the the whole being a werewolf and eating zombie nazis throats out that's not kids can handle that type of graphic imaging but when they when they said um you know Juden in like a harsh tone that was a little too much bro like people because what they're saying is it's anti-semitic because there were no jews in the game they were in the camp they weren't in the the cities yeah they weren't killing the nazi zombies they were preoccupied i just think it's so funny because imagine playing this game where you're literally it's the most one of the most ridiculous video games you could play it's just dumb fun you're a werewolf killing electric nazi zombies and then Ele- all of a sudden electric electric for no reason uh, yeah did it just be electric for no reason I, maybe that's like something to do with how they became zombies but and then all of a sudden the video game's like and now 
We'll take an educational stroll through the camps of Auschwitz. Because we don't, before you can finish, before you can kill electric zombie Hitler, you have to learn and understand the struggle of the Jews. So when did this game come out? This is like not even new. I think it's like three or four years old. So, okay. So are they completely canceling it or are they going to redo it? I mean, I think at this point, that's the kind of game that sold what it was going to sell. Nobody was buying it anymore anyway. So I've never even heard of this game. Really? Because it got pretty, like, um, it got, like, semi-popular. Like, I know Rooster Teeth talked about it. Uh, like, a few streamers and stuff played it. Okay. Um, But, yeah. So, like, it's just, I just keep seeing people tweeting about how it was, it's anti-Semitic, you know? Because now that's, like, the thing, just to find everything that we can find that's anti-Semitic. I mean, having a blonde hair, blue-eyed guy on camera is anti-Semitic. Is it? Yeah. It's Uh-oh. threatening. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh man, you know, I hate that we're doing video now, so you can't even pretend that you're not white. Oh yeah, people people finally know. Also, having a gay black man mm-hmm. on camera is anti-Semitic because yeah. you're because even though gays and blacks and gay blacks were also a part of the Holocaust, yes, you're minimizing the amount of Jews that were killed. Yeah, your act- existence truly like your existence and mine are both denials of the Holocaust. Yeah. And honestly, how dare those black gays also be subjugated and murdered? How fucking dare? (laughs) (laughs) How dare those disabled people? How fucking selfish. How dare those disabled people uh, be born with diseases that makes them not able to move? Oh, yeah. Didn't they do that, too, in Nazi Germany? Just, like, kill disabled people? Bro, disabled, mentally disabled, gay, black, Jew. And I think, like some slavic people it was a it was they weren't i'm not going to say they were progressive the nazis but they were more inclusive than people give them credit for yeah truly like diversity was really the core of their whole message was diversity yeah you know i think it's it's kind of not to get too much into the how history is misrepresented and propagandized bag but like it is kind of weird to me that jews were like not at all the only group that were involved in the holocaust but for some reason it's become a jewish thing cuz to me the holocaust is a story of, it, like well it's not a story but to me that that like what you get what you could get from the holocaust if you wanted to learn anything from it like it's it was really about genuine like just how you can use hatred of others to achieve political means. Because he wasn't even just using hatred of Jews. He was using hatred of all kinds of people. But we forget about that. And we we conflated it to just a Jewish thing. And I think that kind of, um, it oversimplifies what happened a little bit to me. It does. It, and, and it makes it a German versus Jew thing. When in reality, yes, Germany was in shambles after World War I, which gave it the climate where this sort of thing could happen. But the Holocaust could have fucking happened anywhere. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what I got out of the Holocaust is mm-hmm. people anyone is mm-hmm. capable of horrific things. Yeah, and I mean we 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 do it. America does this shit all the time. That's why we fucking have the museum and we go and we visit because it's it has to be, you have to be reminded of it because people are capable of this and we can't let it happen again. Yeah. And it might not be fucking, it might not be Germany. It, it might be China. It might be Russia. It might be America. 
but no matter where it goes down, we, we can't let that shit fly. Yeah, it just it really is. Um, it is it's one of those things where it's like it's this is it's something in our history that I think we should as a people, we should be able to have conversations about it and even and like make statements about it. And even if those statements are wrong or people disagree with them, it shouldn't be to me. It's a part of history that everybody should get to discuss because it's relevant to everybody. But it's now it's like you, just, you just can't even say shit about it unless you're Jewish or your only take on it is the Jews suffered so bad. And the Jews are oppressed, you know, it's like that's the only take you're allowed to get from the Holocaust. And that just confuses me because it was so it, complicated. Yeah. And it and it was the whole reason that Europe, Europe, which was anti-Semitic for hundreds and hundreds of years, going back to the medieval times, were like, oh, shit, we feel really bad. So, like, we're just going to we're going to sign this thing that's just going to give you give you israel back so you guys don't which really what that that is is that they had to put the jews somewhere and none of them wanted the jews that's literally what that was (laughs) yeah yeah they said you want us to take the millions of jews no ma'am no i won't be here fuck that give it to the give it to the brown people yeah let's find a brown country that we can destroy and then give that to the jews yeah so and it, it's so fucking complex, dude. It's, it is complex. It's it's a very it's super fascinating subject. Like, you know, just the more you get into it. Like, I remember listening to this NPR po- uh, podcast where they were talking about American slavery uh, as in it, like the institution itself and comparing it to other other uh, slavery institutions that we know of throughout history. And, and, and like talking about how it was singularly cruel and like efficient as like subject the subjugation of people like America really did that shit. And like. Hitler used that as inspiration. American slavery is one of his main inspirations for what he did to the Jews and everybody else. And like that, that's something to me that like that is interesting, but that's also a statement that you can't really say to a lot of people because they get their feelings hurt for a different reason. Cause then they're like, oh, well, you're like, you're like conflating. Cause black people will get mad. Cause they're like, well, you're conflating a black like slavery to the Holocaust and it's different. Or you'll be like, well, you're being, or some people will be like, you're over dramatizing slavery. And it's like, well, it, no, but, this is but, a fact. The guy wrote about how he found slavery inspiring. Yeah, it's not. You're not. You don't have an opinion. You're just saying yeah. what happened. It literally. But it's, it's interesting it, topic. And it's like people don't want to talk about how NASA was built on the back of of brilliant Nazi scientists mm-hmm. and you brilliant know, black women. No one wants to. Yeah, black women and Nazi scientists converged to make to land us on the moon before Russia. And no one wants to, no one wants to recognize that. Yeah. I mean, and even that, like how how much Nazi intelligence ended up being enveloped into American intelligence, like that's problematic as fuck. I mean, like like what was it? Uh, what was the program that like the CIA was trying? They were using LSD and shit to try to control people's minds. No idea. I know. I know. I know what you're referencing. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. What was the name of the project? But like that was directly inspired by and involving Nazi scientists. I mean, the CIA, if we want to let's do this, the CIA had many, many, many high ranking Nazis that had escaped from Germany to South America and they used them as double agents to overthrow socialist governments. Because remember, after World War II, the new enemy of the world was communism. And there was communism in South America. So we had to link up with... Because who wants to take down communism even more than like democratic people that live in a republic? Fascists. 
So we had to link up with some fascists to, 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 to try to overthrow these socialist regimes. And it's messy and it's, it's gray and it's convoluted. And um, people want to pretend that it, this shit is not unclassified. Like it's not in the public record when it is. Yeah, that's my thing. That's what always confuses me is all this information has been public for a while. Like we're not really talking about like most of what I'm talking about, I've heard from like news podcast or Joe Rogan, or I've just, or I've read, you know, specific stuff because I was interested in it. It's like, I don't know. It's weird. You know, it's also very odd to me that we, like uh, the Holocaust is kind of treated as this like standalone one-off event, but like, the more you learn about it, the more you realize that it's like totally interwoven with the history of all of these other countries, including ours, both before and after the war. Like, it's not at all just a example of standalone cruelty. No. Like, no. it's very, it's, it is a fascinating, it's a fascinating subject. Yeah. Let's lighten it up. Let's lighten it up. Um, Disney, Disney has its first gay character in Cruella DeVille, the movie. First one. Never had another gay character ever. First one. So, so uh, Jafar from Aladdin, he was just, <laughs> he was, he was one of those guys who's like, I like pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Scar as well. And I learned this is, it goes back into what, it goes back to those characters. When we were, when I was living there and we were on the porch, you mm. taught me what queer coding was or queer mm. baiting or some fucking dumbass term yeah i think i explained both of those to you yeah which apparently those aren't those characters weren't openly gay yeah no they were just they were queer baited or queer coded yeah they were queer coded so that they could be used to queer bait is the theory yeah they weren't openly gay so in order for people to know that a character's gay we're gonna have to in a kids movie animation we're gonna have to see someone suck dick yeah i'm gonna need to see like ass eaten we're gonna need to see porn in order for us to get it balls this person's gay but so all the all jokes aside this is like almost every time disney puts out a movie we are fucking inundated with these articles of this movie has disney's first gay character this has been happening for like 20 years at this point and it's like okay so which one's actually the first one so i went back and i went and found some examples of gay characters that have already existed in disney and have already been canonically gay okay and and uh the rise of skywalker the last star wars movie there was a lesbian kiss okay Okay. It was a quick little, you know, we saved the day. Yeah. Uh, Beauty and the Beast in the live action movie. Apparently, LeFou, uh, Gaston's butt buddy, had a crush on Gaston. And they kind of, and they, apparently, they explored that. I didn't watch that movie in all Me fairness, either. but apparently, they explored that. Uh, the Jungle Cruise, which is one of the Juna, uh, Jumanji Jungle Cruise, had some twink who literally did not speak, apparently, but he was gay. He was supposed to look like campy gay, but it really he was just wearing like a nice suit and a floppy hat. Um, Zootopia had a gay antelope couple that just argued. They were like neighbors for to one of the main characters in the apartment complex. And there's just these two gay antelopes. They they were just argued. That was the only scene they had is they were bitching at each other. <laughs> OK, which I love because that's accurate. That's representation right there. Give I mean, me two yeah. bitter 35 year old gay antelopes, please. Yeah, that's actually not too far off. Yeah, right. Uh, is that was that was Utopia Disney? Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, it was like Disney, Pixar, but they own Pixar now, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it was DreamWorks, something like that. Toy Story 4 (laughs) had a kid get dropped off by lesbian moms, apparently. And also Avengers, literally at the beginning of Avengers Endgame, when um, Captain America is like in the AA meeting for people who lost people during the snap, one of the guys in the AA meeting is like, I lost my husband during the snap. So those are just seven examples. The seven examples I found, like in it with like a quick search before. But you know, Cruella Deville, first gay character, uh, first one. So why do you think these articles keep coming out? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if Disney's paying for this. I don't know if it's the opposition that's trying to make it seem like Disney's got a gay agenda going. I don't really know. Because it's always like, like people write articles about this shit, which also like, why is this journalism in the first place? But it's usually coming from articles. Like if you look up Cruella DeVille, first gay character, you'll see a bunch of articles from like news sources that talk about how this is the first gay character. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I, if anything, I think it's probably Disney queer baiting, really. You know, they want, they, they know gays love their shit and they know if they give us a little bit of gay shit, you know, we'll buy it. Oh shit. Are we freezing? <gasps> no fucking way. <clears throat> Yikes. Well, audience, I guess it's just me and you. I'm gonna try to see what happened to Zach. And we're back. And I'm back. Yay. So, that was funny. Yeah, so so gays. Um, yeah, I don't even remember what I was saying when that happened, but yeah, you know, um, probably it's probably just them trying to get the gays to watch their shit. I'm just, I'm, I'll be curious to see, probably not, but if this supposedly new gay character in Cruella DeVille will actually be displaying any gay behavior on scene or, you know, on the screen or have lines or, you know, even be involved in the plot in any like substantial way. That'll be maybe interesting to see. Did they release who it is who the character is they yeah just it's said like Cruella gonna... Deville's like sidekick I don't even know her name but she's like it's some French name but it's her sidekick oh so she's a lesbian yeah okay which you know it's funny because lesbians seem to pop up in Disney more it seems like lesbians for some reason are more like acceptable for this for like Disney they parents. are because I feel like there's been lesbians in every Disney movie ever you yeah. know yeah I think also you, I think Zootopia you... that cop was supposed to be a lesbian I think you gotta be a lesbian in order to like Disney. So <laughs> lesbians do love Disney. That's something I've I've heard from my sisters like constantly. They always say like we fuck with Disney. I never met a lesbian that didn't like Disney. I mean, Pocahontas was fine as fuck, and she was tough. She was fine, but I'm I don't think that's why the lesbians are involved. I don't know what it, I got. We gotta ask lesbian. But I, maybe it's because like most of Disney is about princesses and like usually like they have to they end up having to overcome. So it's kind of like a gay story because they have to do what, you know, men would normally do. And like defeat okay. the bad guy. It's anyone's guess, but uh, it's, it, the point still stands. Lesbians love them some fucking Disney. Mm. Also, you know, it's not a coincidence that Pride Month is coming up in two days and uh this is now like in this past week has now started becoming a conversation about how this is their next first gay character that they've ever had. Uh, ah, that makes perfect sense then. Ooh, let me run to the, let me run to the restroom real quick. All right, pause. Cause I got a piss too. Oh, lit.
we're back. Did you have a fun shit? No, I didn't take a shit. No, I was just talking to the old man. Oh. Uh, he had some choice words for me, so I had to beat beat the shit out of him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um Yas, I think we we had we had just we had said something about pride just before that. And this is the yeah. perfect opportunity to bring up. So right now there's like this controversy happening. Um, where people have decided that they don't want leather or kink, any kind of a kink being displayed at Pride this year at the Pride parades. Who's they? Um, so it looks like a collection of like white gays who have adopted children and fag hags and straight people who want to be allies. And they now have decided they want to bring their children and they expect us to keep our cocks put away. Ah, yeah. they want children to to uh, appreciate gay people. Yeah, I guess. My thing is, like, Pride has literally always been a place for gays to get together, take their clothes off, do ecstasy, and stick their cocks in whatever hole across their path. Like, it's, that is, that's just, that's what it is. It's literally what it is. It's what Pride has always been. And, like, if it, without that, it really wouldn't be Pride. Like, take your fucking kids to Disney if you don't want them to see cock. It's just a parade, then. Yeah, legitimately, it's just a parade. And who the fuck is going to that? Who likes parades? <laughs> like, who likes floats? Like, no one likes that shit. And furthermore, imagine, like, 2,000 gays stuck together, like, in, in the heat of the day, unable to fuck anything. Mm. Like, you might as well gather, like, 2,000 crackheads off the streets of California, lock them in a box for a few days, wait till they're really, really, uh, really burning for a hit, and then just let them loose. That should have looked like Portland in three hours. Yeah. Also, like, I would also I would say there would be a lot of dick sucking if you locked a bunch of crackheads up in the probably, same room because they think they can get crack out of someone. Yeah, they'd be trying to get crack out of each other. None of them got crack. But they're like, maybe if I suck the crack out of their dick, I can get a little bit hit. But yeah, so that's the thing. The girls want the Pride Parade to be, I guess, more fucking kid friendly, which mm-hmm. I this to me fits in the theme that I feel like has been going on for a while of like people sticking their noses where they don't belong. Get your, get your nose out of my ass. Yeah. Literally get your nose out of my ass. And if your own farts, mm. bitch, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I will say, because I think the people trying to make pride more family friendly are like losers at the, on the same foot, the people that are like have taken this and have now like started getting on Twitter and trying to educate everybody about the the sacred history of leather daddies at Pride. I'm like, okay, girl, let's let's not be that dramatic. Like, I would like to see the leather daddies, but let's not pretend that they're like the saviors of the movement. Yeah, yeah. Like it, the reason gay people can marry each other is because there there's uh. There's BDSM at Pride. Literally, without the whips and chains, is it even gay pride? Yeah. I'm trying to find this one girl. Yes, this one girl was tweeting about it, right? And she goes, if you think leather and kink don't have a place at Pride, you are not my ally. Mm. Was that supposed to rhyme, sis? (laughs) Just say you want to have a big party with all the free stuff, a giant parade without having to learn anything about our history and leave. (laughs) <laughs> I love when they do that. Just say this because we know this is what you mean. I hate that shit. Yeah. Like Let when me somebody's arguing with Black Lives Matter, they like, I've seen this where they'll be like, just say you don't care about Black people and go. And I'm like, I don't, uh, that's not what most yeah. people are saying, though. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, it's such a fucking, 
it's so it's so intellectually lazy it to is. just be like i already know what you really mean mm-hmm. instead of instead of uh trying to listen you know yeah. But yeah. So that was funny in protest i will be going to pride wearing nothing but a leaf over my dick and it won't cover my dick because i'm black <laughs> and I'm sorry, but if your eight-year-old is walking around, okay, dicks float at eye level for eight-year-olds, okay? Don't bring them. <laughs> they will get lost, and then next thing you know, they've got a face full of 15 pounds of cock, and nobody wants that. The eight-year-old or, doesn't want that. Or they think it's one of those fun punching machines that oh. measures how strong it is, and they're just punching dicks. <laughs> now, that would be hilarious, seeing an eight-year-old, eight-year-old running through pride just punching people's bulges. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, they all go and they wear those underwear that, like, don't even at all consider their dicks. They, like, purposefully prop the cock and balls up and stick it forward. It's, yeah, it's more of um, a showpiece. Yeah. It's to emphasize, I got it. Oh, and then one of the big things, too, is, like, if you, when you wear leather, you're participating, participating in your kink. And if somebody looks at you, they're participating in your kink without consent. So it's rape. Yeah. It's rape to see someone that's in the street with leather on. Especially, and uh, for some reason, people have been really also focused on the dog thing, which usually in the gay community is mixed with leather. Like they'll wear like a leather dog helmet and then like a leather collar. Yeah. And then their leather daddy will walk them around and make them do tricks and shit. And Uh that also people are like really upset about. (laughs) Like, cause I guess it's just this is assault. It's a it's sexual assault to see somebody's dog boyfriend. Yeah, it's, that is now they might as well just violently rape you. Truly, if they're gonna bring their dog boyfriend out. Yeah, um, it's it's definitely one of those kinks that I find weird and fascinating. But at the end of the day, like you said, it's it's a it's a giant celebration slash fuck fest, fucking and sucking fest. So you step into any of the alleyways off of the main pride parade and you will find an orgy. Yeah. So you're you shouldn't. It's like going to a dog and being mad when it licks its balls. Mm -hmm. It's a dog. It's going to do pride is pride. And by the way, I just saw they're coming out with another conjuring, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah. My mom's excited for that. She loves that universe. I liked the first Conjuring, uh, and even I watched the second one, but they, they're milking it so hard. But yeah, yeah for um, me, the ghost horror is just really, ghost horror is like really hard for me to get into because it's just not ever, eh. I'm like, whatever, this little doll is haunted. I get it. She's going to no, do yeah. shit for an hour and a half and then kill everybody. Yeah, that one is, is, is based on reality with meaning the house where the haunting happened was real. Oh, also Annabelle, because that's part of that universe. Annabelle's supposed to be real. Yeah, she's a real doll. I mean, mm-hmm. she's in a case in those in those people's houses, but um, I don't know. But that's besides the point. It was just an aside. Don't take your kids to Pride is the main yeah. point. Yeah, don't take you take them to Disney, take them to the park, take, even a trip to Walmart. Anything, literally almost anything in the world would be more appropriate for children than a pride parade. Just don't if bring you, them. If you want to teach your kids about gays without having an orgy, show them Queer Eye, you know? Yeah. Watch show RuPaul. Them, watch the Great British Baking Show, you know? 
do whatever. Just don't go to Pride. That's not the take place. them take take them to a Biden rally. Are we gonna start? Yeah. <laughs> are we are we gonna start um, censoring Pornhub? Because it's it's too sexually explicit for kids. It's, it specifically says don't if you're un, if you're under eighteen you shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. You know, you know it's funny because that was that's a that's a joke. But like people legitimately think we should we should get porn off the internet because kids can find it. Yeah, and I agree. Like, um, I agree that porn. Like, if you're a kid, you should not watch porn. But at the same time, I was a kid. And porn was out there. So mm-hmm. what, what you can't, I know some people do the restrictions on the, and that's fine. Raise your kid however you want, yeah. but they've seen porn before. Oh yeah. And you know, that's my thing too. I actually was ta- just talking to my mom about this because my little sister, uh, she's um, in eighth grade and she just came out as bi. Right. And I, w- when she told me at first, I was like, whoa, like, this seems like you're so young. Like, how do you know? But then I realized, like, I came out as bi at the exact same age and the exact same grade. You know, it's hard to forget when you become an adult. But, like, kids really do start figuring this sh- shit out way earlier than you think anyway. Dude, you know? I remember I remember it was, like, Super Bowl Sunday. I was, like, seven or eight. And... You know that one mischievous kid that you were friends with when you were little? Telling he everybody came, about pussy. Yeah, he's just like, you know, like, it, he would just, the kid that loves to, sh- like, blow kids' minds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, you know people have sex. And I'm like, yeah, I know people have sex. And he's like, yeah, but you know how to have sex? And I just thought it was people, like, naked in bed kissing each other and like that's how you had sex and he's like no dude you stick your you stick your dick in her and i was like shut the fuck up no way fake news yeah fake news i'm calling it right now and he's like and and he's like oh yeah give me your laptop and he showed me and i was like i wanted to be watching the super bowl and i'm just watching a girl get plowed by a dick that's way bigger than mine and I was like, this is scary. I don't, this yeah. is, I don't want to do this if this is what sex is. Yeah. <laughs> but that's um, funny. He could have made you gay right there. He almost did. He tried. But um, yeah, that was that it's 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 naive to pretend that this stuff isn't out there. But also yeah. don't take your kids to Fred. Yeah, don't take on. I mean, you know, either either be comfortable with the fact that your kids are going to see nudity and that's cool, because I you know, if it was me, I'd be like, whatever, go see some tits and cock whatever. I don't care. Like, you're going to you're going to see it at some point. You've probably already seen it on the Internet anyway. But if yeah. you're not comfortable with it, just don't fucking bring them. Leave them yeah. at home. Them kids don't want to go to Pride. No way. What kid wants to be at a fucking parade in the summer? Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> come on. But um. Yeah, so that was yeah, that was a whole thing. That was a whole whole thing. In and other it's continuing news. to be a whole thing. It's not gonna it's not gonna matter because gays are literally gonna go to Pride and whip their cocks out because they want to because it's Pride and that's like the only place where we're supposed to do that publicly. Yeah, um, and enjoy it, man. Because I mean, straight straight guys, we don't get one of those. We, <laughs> yeah, don't, we don't get a parade where we get to throw our cocks around. That's just, we just call that society. I mean, let's be honest. Most straight guys are too insecure to do it in the first place. Well, that, that's true. And the only people that are 
not insecure enough to do it are pedophiles or rapists. So <laughs> it's like this weird, it's a weird, um, it's weird. But speaking of gay men and closeted gay men, mm. Giannis Papas, right? Okay. You know, you know Giannis, right? Yeah. Okay. So I DM'd him because he, he made a, he just, he, for the first time ever, he didn't try to make a joke on Twitter. And he was telling people, it was like he was quote tweeted a, a stat about, about um, let's see here, about vaccination rates and infections and testing positive and related numbers. And he just said, you know, get the vaccine. Yeah. And, I, and I DM'd him and I said, easy for you to say when you got an empty glue gun. I'm only 22 and I want cute little kids that grow up to be ugly, just like you. <laughs> and he has an empty glue gun. He has a kid. So I, I'm just making a point. It's easy for you to say you fucking squirrely, greasy Greek. And he responded with ha. So <laughs> that made my day. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Truly. Yeah. So I was hyped about that. And he it wasn't the first time he's given me a ha, but I think it was the first time on Twitter he gave me a ha. Mm. And I was just scrolling through his uh his feed because he he always has long days. Like he always is like the most nihilistic person. His persona on Twitter is like everything's burning and we're all dying. So Yeah, I he, follow him. It's a it's a fun time. It is fun. It's and he there was the New York Post uh, posted this that um, students in Washington D.C. they signed a fake petition to cancel Memorial Day because of American imperialism, and it was all college students in D.C. So I'm guessing like Georgetown and however. Did you say this was a fake petition. Yeah, it was a fake petition. Like it was a petition. joke not a joke a troll but yeah okay <clears throat> um, that's funny because that's something i could see really picking up steam on a lot of college campuses dude if it i'm sure people haven't read this article and people think it's real oh without a doubt there's always somebody that thinks it's real it's Wait, a celebration is, of u.s isn't that today is that today that's, or tomorrow that's tomorrow okay Happy Memorial Day, everybody. I don't even know what the fuck we're supposed to celebrate on Memorial Day, but happy. And one of the quotes is like they just asked a kid who signed it why he signed it. Uh And he said, I didn't really think in this way until I went to college and I took women's and gender study classes. And that put me on this path where I'm like, yeah, fuck the U.S., Dude, women's and gender studies classes are literally like probably one of the worst things for our democracy. Well, they're the what my voice is cracked. They're one of the biggest fucking scams. Truly. College itself can be considered a scam. Mm -hmm. Like if you get you get a a, a worse than psychology, like you get some sort of fucking degree that will never be used and you're one hundred twenty thousand dollars in debt. Yeah. Gender studies is that it's just another major to add where they get people's money. And on top of that, people, first of all, this is a guy who took this and he's taking a woman's spot 
who otherwise would want to study women's and gender studies, but also he openly admitted to being brainwashed by, yeah. by a college class that he paid for. So, so we're getting, I know that brainwashed people, it's the point of the brainwashing, mm-hmm. but they're, we're, we're, they're so proud. They're so yeah. proud to be brainwashed. It's, it's, it's so weird. They are, they are those teachers, those professors that teach those classes are genuine terrorists. Like, Oh my God, dude. Yeah, you wouldn't leave terrorists. I, I want to meet one of them. And... Dude, I don't. I, I mean, I've just, just from like you and like Lauren and like all my friends that are in college, because I'm a dropout. I dropped out after my first year when I realized I was wasting my money. But, uh, I, you know, just all this past year, I just keep hearing from people that go to Stetson University about how those classes that are supposed to be about conflict or diversity or whatever always end up just being about sexism and racism. And it's like it's to a point where I've been told by multiple students that like I just didn't even learn anything in that class because they're just talking about shit that people talk about on Twitter. Yeah, and it's it's not so much learning as it is um, repeat after me. Da 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 da. Put your hand over your heart, and mm. it's like the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, because like, I've heard plenty of examples of conservative students trying, you know, trying to trying who just disagree on whatever happens to be set, said, and they just get shot down and then called a racist or a sexist or da da da. And to me, I'm like, you know, whatever. If you want to call people a racist or a sexist on Twitter, you do that. You're still a cunt, but you do that. But like in in a university setting. Any professor that lets that happen should not have a fucking job, to in my opinion. Yeah. Even if the professor thinks they're wrong, like you should just let that debate happen and let it happen naturally and, you know, require respects from both sides. Yeah. Make them have a conversation like adults and make them be cordial, like yeah. a real per- <gasps> like real people. Yeah. I mean, even I had a couple of times at Stetson where like I always remember this one specifically because I ended up on the liberal side and debates a lot at Stetson. But like uh, at one point there was this gun control. Uh, uh, we had a some girl wrote like a paper about gun control um, and hers. It was like anti gun control, basically. I mean, she had like because we, she was we were proposing how to fix problems. So she had propositions of how to actually, you know, fix the gun thing. But she, you know, a lot of it she was saying like she doesn't think that taking gun, people's guns away or like passing a bunch of laws as to what guns you're allowed to buy is really going to help and like these liberal students in this class like tore her apart and like to the point where they were legitimately mocking her not even really talking about the substance of what she was talking about literally just be, like one girl was there, like oh my god i get it you're from palaka and you like guns in your country like i fucking get it and i'm like okay bitch that's not that's not intellectual. That's not an intellectual debate. That's you're literally at this point acting like a child because you don't like the fact that she values her Second Amendment right. Like, yeah. which and that was also really funny because, you know, I was at Stetson. I'm queer as fuck, black as fuck. And I often, you know, end up arguing for, with liberals. But like nobody expected me to speak up on that one because that girl was getting turned apart. I straight up said, eh, eh, no can't now we're going to cancel this uh, because all of you don't know what you're talking about. And all of you also have rights that you hold dear and me and her, because yes, we are country. We hold that right dear. And for you to sit here and make fun of it, that you're just as bad as all the people that make fun of the fact that gays want to get married. It's the same kind of evil. Yeah. You're just, like, you're, you're just um, trying to minimize whatever the other person's argument is by name calling. And yeah. I think whenever you get to a name calling point, mm-hmm. that's how you know the other side won. 
yeah at that point you've you've lost if you start you know calling names and shit yeah i agree unless you're donald trump that means you're totally winning <laughs> but everyone else yeah he won with it he won he used the name calling to win so that's very different Most yeah i agree capable. and people think because trump did it that it works if they mm -hmm. do it you're not trump so yeah, no. so stop no no and even though trump used that to win as win one election everybody thought he was a child for that yeah and then and he, he kept doing it and he, he lost he the second he yeah, I was just gonna say, he didn't win the second one. So yeah, it, it's not sustainable. It's really not. But, yeah, you know, and it's funny because I used to think because, um, you know, when I grew up in Interlock in teeny tiny country town, I really thought that I was a liberal because there I kind of was. And then, you know, like the longer I've not been in Interlock and the more I've realized that, like, compared to like most other like people in most other places that are not tiny towns, like I'm pretty conservative, which has been yeah. an interesting journey for me. But I used yeah. to laugh at the fact that like, cause you know, Republicans always say like colleges are like liberal propaganda machines. And I always yeah. used to think that that was funny. And then I went to college and I was like, oh, like they're literally fucking, they're right as fuck. It's a liberal yeah. propaganda machine. Yeah. It's weird because colleges, at least Stetson also does, did protect Christian students in my opinion way too much. Like you could not try to ask them a, a question about their religion, even if it was in context because professors would shut it down and not even want to have the conversation. Yeah, dude, I'm so, so glad I didn't even go that the liberal arts route, bro. Mm -hmm. I was I wanted to do English history. And then I took one business class as um, the FSM. And I was like, oh, this can actually be used when I graduate. Yeah. So, uh, dude, that was the best decision you made, dude. English history at Stetson is nothing, nothing. But let's rewrite history to talk about how everybody's racist. Oh, my God, dude. I'm so glad I did not do that. But neither here nor there. Yeah, right um, decision on your part. Yeah. Um, okay, but so. So now the main have... event, the main event of the evening. Shall we do it? Wait, no, I have one more short story. Okay, get to it because I'm fucking, I'm, I, I'm so ready for the main event. Okay, I'm not even sure what you mean by the main event, but, um. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. One. Okay. So this one last news story. Uh, so this in the in 1986, August 21st, this lake called Lake Nyos in Africa released 300,000 pounds of toxic CO2 and it killed 1700 people in the surrounding villages because okay. CO2 displaces oxygen. So it just created a giant pool. It's carbon monoxide, air. right? Yeah. Yeah. Or carbon dioxide. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it filled up a 16-mile radius of the lake with CO2, displaced all the oxygen. Most people died in their sleep. Um, everybody just passed out and died. Um, at the time of the incident, right, the lake exploded, sending water 300 feet into the air. The, just a spout of water 300 feet into the air. And what caused this to this day has been a mystery. Wow. People have been investigating this since 1986. We've never seen anything else like it. And they cannot come up with it with a legitimate, like, provable reason. Like, even a reason that's, like, you could prove it within reasonable doubt. Like, we just haven't. It's a complete mystery. Until today. Until today. Because our team of researchers here at Asinos found that on the 21st of August, 1986, Zachary Ledbetter was in Nios the village directly next to the lake. And they found also that he ate a lot of beans that day. <laughs> and so 
through that data, among other data we have gathered, we have we have incurred that the cause of the incident at Lake Nyos was Zach farting in the water. Case closed. Case closed. This is real news, folks. No need to like check anything. It was Zach. Another. So Zach, another... do you want to do you want to like uh, take responsibility for your genocide? Take responsibility. What does that mean? I mean, you we killed just, you killed seventeen hundred just... African villagers with your fart. Yeah, fuck you gonna do about it? <laughs> I, you know, I did forget your German. Never mind. Never mind. Why I'll fucking fart on you, bitch. Don't ever talk to me like that again. Don't ever come at me like that. You don't know what I'm capable Zach of. Is the that was just no, 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 no. That in this was <clears throat> that was a weak one. You want to see? You want to see a real Holocaust? You want to see a real Holocaust, bitch? <laughs> Fucking fill me up. Wait till I get done eating the salad when we're done. Ooh, and a spinach. Spinach and fucking chicken, bitch. The gas they used on the Jews was just uh, was just Zach's ass hooked up to a tube. Zyklon B is the nickname for my ass. The mustard gas that they used in World War One that was derivative of Zach's fart. They wish, they wish they had my ass in 1917. <laughs> You could have won the war single-handedly. I mean, you people always wonder why we don't have a lot of wars now. There's stuff going on behind the scenes. Yeah, so if anyone sees, I'm not sees saying, Zach... I'm not saying I'm a CIA asset. I'm just <laughs> saying I got a CIA ass. Ah, if anyone sees Zach eating Mexican food, clear the area, evacuate, evacuate everyone. Get the fuck out of there. It's about to be a Cat 6 cataclysmic event. Cataclysmic event. Whoa, that was weird how I couldn't say that word. We don't call it a cat six. We call it a Zach six. Mm, oh, I like it. A Zach six. A Zach six toxic event. So, yeah, um, you know, we'll be uh, the Geneva Convention. will be contacting you shortly to prosecute you for war crimes, Zach. I hope you're ready for that. Dude, I got those fucking people in my pocket. They can't they can't say shit. Yeah, Lord knows this is America. You can just tell that you can just tell the rest of the countries to kiss your dick. While they're on the phone with me, I'll just fart in the phone. I don't when the fart. cops come to your door to arrest you, when the international cops come, you'll they'll open the door and you'll be standing there, spread, cheeks spread, pointed right at the door, like fucking pl- try me. Yeah. Fucking, fucking try freeze. Me. And they're just I'll- like fuck put the put your weapons down. Weapons down, bitch. I swear to God. I swear. I don't care if I'm in my own home. They're I like, know. they're like, they, they don't put their weapons down. And then you just let out a little like. And they're like. Ah! Or, I, yeah. or I just shoot a blank because it's like, you know, when when the guy has the gun to the guy's head and he pulls a trigger and it clicks because he's out. Yeah. He's out of lead. It's like That's on the what... podcast when you try to fart, and you're just like. Ah! Oh, nope, I don't have it. And then boom, you're in cuffs. Yeah. And then they have to plug your asshole up for safe for the safety of everyone in the prisons. Yeah. Tough. I'll send you a letter. But um, okay, yeah, you know, that was my last news story. Okay, so let's so it's time to get to the to the real reason we came here today. <laughs> okay. The 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 coup de gras. They the I don't know another fucking another language to de- like phrase to describe the cream the creme de la creme okay this is why we're here so this motherfucker texts me first of all let's back it up we love the show taste buds 
where Joe DeRosa and Sal Volcano go back and forth on foods, okay? And this motherfucker had the audacity to say that steaks are inferior to burgers. Right. So we're going we're gonna to put on the gloves. Fuck the niceties. I'm putting on the gloves, and I'm fucking coming for you, dude. So, so I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you uh, come out with your opening statement. But um, this this should be one of the easiest debates I've ever had. Okay. And, but well, then, no, no, no. Can can we pause it for five seconds? I need to get a water because I'm gonna get flustered and I'm gonna need hydration. Go ahead. Let me grab a water too. Yeah. Can you pause it? I don't want to just be sitting there. Alrighty, and we're back. And so, okay, it's it's really hard to even f- find a find like a place to start because people that for some reason think a steak is better than a burger are literally like, like, like you people, you fucking people. I just don't even you you must be a retard. Um, if I had to say, okay, uh, my opening statement for the burger, okay, is that. It is an example of balance, okay? It is an example of just the right amount of everything, okay? When you have a burger crafted with the perfect ingredients and then you take that bite, it all mixes together in just an orgy of beautiful flavor in your mouth, okay? A steak, you know what a steak tastes like? Fucking cow. Steak tastes like cow. It tastes like nothing but cow. There's nothing to it. It's just a slab of meat. Okay, so that's my opening statement. Okay, so in in my opening statement, I would like to say that before you got into your opening statement, you said that anyone that thinks steak is superior is a retard rewinding 10 minutes on this podcast when someone starts name calling you folks you already won i am playing with house money in this argument i don't have to make an argument the argument makes itself justin just conceded victory to me but i shall go on further regardless okay so look at him skipping around the actual argument that he doesn't have okay so Justin said you you have that perfect combination of 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 different ingredients right which is, which, with which the burger. Wait, can I speak? Am I allowed to speak? Am I allowed to finish my opening statement? No 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 hold on no 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 hold on let's go back. Am I going to be allowed to to finish my thoughts without you butting in? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so put the mic down for a second and smoke your stupid little pipe. So Justin says that with the perfect ingredients, end quote. With a burger, in order for it to be close to a great steak, the ingredients have to be perfect. And the craftsmanship has to be perfect. With And, and he's using the, the orgy of flavors with the burger, the simpleness of the steak against it. I take that point and I turn it against him. It is what makes the steak great. There is no, a great steak doesn't need a sauce. The this meat and the cut and the prime beef, it speaks for itself. You don't need 
the frills of a burger. You don't need lettuce, tomato, a sauce, a mayo, a fucking mayo. You're going to put something white on beef. Come on, cheese, a slice of Velveeta American cheese. No, with a steak, all you need is the cow and a knife and you have a steak. It is simple. It is elegant. It is posh. It is vogue. There's a reason when people are on anniversaries or birthdays, they don't go to get a burger. Listen, a burger is great. It is solid. It is dependable every day of the week. But a steak, a steak is a special event for a special occasion. There's a reason there is a reason in art, literature, entertainment, when, when business is done, when a romantic crossroads is reached, they always have a glass of wine, a steak, and a potato because it is tried and true. The, the burger is great, but it's only been created for the past hundred years. A steak has withstood the test of time. We have few things that humans have carried on forever. Art, literature, and music, and steak. That is why steak is superior. And I give the floor to you, Justin. Okay, so you talk about the simplicity of the steak is what makes it great. Okay, so let's let's take that logic and apply it into any other debate. If we have... Um, uh, a classical painting. Let's let's call it let's call it a um, uh, let's just say a Renaissance era Italian painting. And we have it next to a painting that is just a red square. Does the simplicity make that red square art? Is no, that I, what that is? I I I I love how you completely change and pivot into artwork when we're talking about flavor profiles. There's a reason the and I'll switch it again. There's a reason. The Marines, they only do push-ups and sit-ups and pull-ups. Is it simple? Yes. Will it get you jacked? Yes. Just because something is simple does not mean it's easy to do, but just because something is simple does not mean it lacks depth, complexity, and intensity. Okay. And just because something is simple doesn't mean that it is beautiful or effective. Okay. No, no, but it is why the stake is. And changing it and applying it across the board is, it, it's cute. It might've worked when you were in high school on your little debate team, but it does not work when we're talking about actual okay. facts. And you said it yourself, right? That you can have a burger every day. And do, do you know why that is? Because a burger contains all the nutrients necessary for, for life. A burger is always good. There's never a time when a burger isn't good. In the morning, a burger is good. At 12 o'clock at night, a burger is good. The reason that you only can have a steak on a special occasion is because they're god-awful lumps of meat that fuck your intestines up. They, they have you on the toilet for the next day for the complete day. They ruin the rest of your night. You can't go out and have fun after eating a steak. It's like taking a dose of heroin. Okay? So, so, you, said it, so you said it yourself, truly. You can't have a steak every day. And do you know why? Because you have to fool yourself into thinking that you enjoy the experience of having a pound of meat just resting in your in your intestines. You have to pretend that you enjoy that. No, the, uh, you don't. Because the same way that you and I 
don't go out and drink ourselves to sleep every night is because it's not sustainable. Do we enjoy it? Do we have a good time when we go out? Yes, we have. a, And it's one of the most memorable things that we share together. But can we do it every night and still live? No. The steak is the same as the going out. Is it? I'll give you. Is the burger more dependable? Is it more? Absolutely. Is it? Is it more of an everyday thing? Yes, but because it is so prevalent and so oversaturated, it loses its value. We have McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's selling burgers every day, millions and millions of burgers. Mm -hmm. There's a reason that you can't buy a steak at Wendy's because it is too high class and too high quality that they cannot afford to buy it and sell it at a cheap price. Whereas the burger, they can. Okay. And that's another great point in the favor of a burger. Okay. Cause a steak, the whole thing is it has to be like a cut of meat. That's like a fucking a hundred dollar cut of meat or whatever. That to me is just more evidence that the steak itself is a faulty dish. If you have to have the greatest ingredients of the in the world to make the dish good, then the dish is not a good dish. I mean, really, you could hardly call it a dish. There's one ingredient, and dishes include ingredients, plural. Well, well, if we, if we rewind five minutes again, you're the one who said the perfect ingredients for the burger. But I don't, I don't care. But you so pointed much. out that even a cheap dollar burger still amazing. Yes, and you can but, have a special occasion burger. You can also have the everyday burger. And this, and I'm so glad you said that because at the end of the day, what is a burger? It's fucking steak, guy. It's from the same animal. It's, you could not have a burger without the steak. You cannot have a McDonald's burger without a cow being slaughtered. So when you make the debate, is a burger better than a steak? You're saying, is a, is a curved, smaller steak patty better than a large, thick, juicy, succulent steak? For that, I say nay, sir. I say nay. No, and it absolutely is better because eating the plain steak by itself is, uh, first of all, it's a pain in the ass, okay? It's a jaw workout to eat a steak, okay? No matter how tender that shit is, it's still hard to eat. And a burger is absolutely the best form of a cow. That is the best form that we've come up with to put a cow in, is a burger. Okay. And furthermore, a steak, a steak is like the equivalent of the frat guy who like, he got into college because he can run a ball across the field. He doesn't, he doesn't know how to write an essay. He doesn't even, he just wants pussy, but he doesn't know how to talk to women. He has zero personality besides sports and pussy. That's a steak, okay? A burger, a burger is the student that you meet at college that you fall in love with because he is insightful. He is complex. He does things with his time. He has a personality. He can give you multiple, he can give you different energies on different days that's the guy you marry in college the steak is the guy that you fuck and then you fuck the rest of his team because none of them are worth anything more than a fuck that's a steak 
and you marry him fresh out of college because you still believe in love and you still believe in hope. And then 10 years down the line, he's hitting you and he's taking your money and you need to get a divorce, but you really don't, you're too embarrassed because your friends told you that you could do better and you were making a mistake and you have too much pride to admit you were wrong and you don't want to do it. If anything, that's what happens to the girl who marries the steak. No, no, no. The burger is for the hopeless romantic. The steak is for the realist. The steak is for the toxically masculine asshole. That's what the steak is for. The the steak is for the the someone who actually sees things for what they are. The burger is for someone who doesn't know how the world works, but likes to think that everything's sunshine and rainbows. People who enjoy steak don't know what how a bill gets passed through Congress. No, that 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 that's such a bad point because people who enjoy steak also enjoy burgers. So when you're saying the people who think the steak is better than the burger, you're saying people who like burgers think a steak is better than a burger. <clears throat> um, oh, I forgot what I was about to say, but um, really, truly, the point is, truly, the point is. That the burger can do so many things that the steak could never dream to do, and the burger can do everything that a steak can do. Okay, and and as as kind of one of the last things I'll say on it, when you next time, next time, you go out for a special event or a business meeting, or you're with the love of your life, or a, a, a crossroads, you're at a celebration. Instead of Make, make make people at the table not get a steak and see see what the reaction is then do the same thing with a burger say you, you actually you can get a, you can't get a burger see what the reaction is see what the consensus is and then and then understand why it was right okay or how about this? Take everybody to a restaurant, get half of them burgers, get half of them steaks, and watch the difference in their mood, the brightness of the rest of their night. Watch, just watch the difference. It'll be there because the people who have steak, they'll get home and they'll disappear to sit on their toilet. And, and to me, that's a great night. If I go home, I sit on my toilet all night, and then I come back and, I, and I'm just on the porch, that's a great night. You would because you're the guy that got into Stetson because you could run a ball across the field. I reject that. Do you reject that? I reject it. So why did you get into Stetson? Because I like steak. Because you like steak. I see. I see. Well, I know we don't have listeners, but this is going to be one of the most intensely disputed topics we ever cover i just want to say that zach is um a homophobe a faux intellectual he's a racist sexist and that's really the only reason why he would even pretend to say that steak is better than burgers he knows he knows that that's not true just like the republicans know that the election wasn't stolen but it doesn't matter he sold himself into this into this propaganda machine where steak is supposed to be better than burgers and he'll die on that hill he will look at him Look at him, just like Mitch McConnell, just like Mitch McConnell, pretending that the election was stolen. Happy as a clam. Pure I, evil. 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm all of those things you called me. Um, I, 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 when you, you're using the same argument for when people call you a Nazi because you made one point about how Black Lives Matter, the people who run it, aren't they have their own agendas? You use the same tactics against the people that you loathe. And it, I, I'm glad because it just gives me comfort in knowing that I got the best of you today. And, and I, I don't want to be a dick because, like I said at the beginning, my argument made itself. I really didn't have to try today. And next time we're going to, I'm going to, we're going to have to come up with something a little closer because i felt like this was just an exercise in um you getting your shit pushed in in domination really from me domination from my side yeah that's why you name called me the whole time well i mean listen um sometimes name calling isn't appropriate but um sometimes when somebody's walking around screaming about how they hate jews nazi is appropriate Okay, and sometimes when somebody's walking around talking about how a literal two-inch thick cut of meat is better than a burger, which is like the American staple. I love the sometimes, sometimes things are sometimes argument. It usually always wins. But um, do you have a pseudo-penis, man? Because I really haven't thought about it. Oh, I do have a pseudo-penis, actually. Yeah, give give me yours because I don't have one. Okay. Um, so this, I'm sure you all have probably seen the picture. I won't bother trying to pull it up. It was this picture of George Floyd's daughter walking into the White House because uh, President Biden invited, the, invited them to the White House to, I guess, celebrate the year anniversary of George Floyd's death. And there was this picture of this little girl walking through the door with a Marine holding the door open. And my pseudo-penis is all of the liberals that are were literally like crying at how just beautiful and how this is just a symbol of like, I guess, like diversity. Let me just read you a couple of tweets so you can get the idea. And Gianna ran into the President Biden's arms, asked him if he had any snacks because she was hungry. Ice cream and Cheetos were served to the child who knows her daddy changed the world. So, yes, that's what liberals are on. Here's another one. Oh, shit, where to go? Oh, the best part is she doesn't think this is special or that she's different. She's just going in to see her friend. I hope she calls him Papa Joe. Is that, a, is that from the quote? Yeah, these, those are both tweets that people tweeted about the story. I don't, I don't know, dude. I feel really weird how people are celebrating his death now. It is weird. Like everybody's like, thank everybody, thank George Floyd for his murder. It is a little bit like, mm. it's so weird, man. It is I weird. don't and like I it honestly, at all. I'm amazed that his family even wanted to go. Yeah, the amount of press that they're getting, and who wants that much? Like, if you're I- in, ugh. I'm just frankly so tired of Biden getting all this fucking credit for ending racism when he's not doing shit to end racism when he won't be doing shit to end A racism. guy got murdered before he got in office. What no, did he do? He didn't do anything at all. And so and, far he hasn't done anything with his office. And Nancy Pelosi saying, thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life. 
it's what a, so what a disgusting lizard person. It's so weird and honestly kind of revolting. That... Like they're acting like he he protest he gave it like he sacrificed himself for a protest. Yeah, and like that's not at all what happened. He was murdered in cold blood on camera. Fucking weird, and you know it's I a just... tr- it's a tragedy that a girl is gonna have to grow up without a dad. Like it really is, and I just hate that this. I just hate that it turns into like everybody should celebrate that Biden's in office because that means racism is ending. Because I just I just don't because in my opinion, it's like we're all we're doing is we're continuing to give them the black vote and they know they don't have to do anything for it. All they do is convince us that the other side is genuinely racist and then they don't do anything for us and they get the black vote. Dude, I, I feel like it's more it's I feel like it's in a response to Trump because I didn't hear this much this much shit when Obama was in office. You know, yeah. I mean, I heard all this stuff where they were saying all the Republicans were racist and they didn't want to work with Obama, which was true in some cases. But no one said racism is over. Yeah, well, some people did when Obama got elected. I don't know, man. OK, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. So that's my pseudo penis. Everybody acting what like. A, yeah, what a downer. What a way to end the episode. That <laughs> now sad. No, oh, I didn't mean for it to be sad. I thought it would be kind of funny, especially the one where she's like, I hope he she calls him Papa Joe. Yeah, why do you hope that? Yeah, right? What is that? That's so weird. Why do you hope that? Because you would call him Papa Joe? You fucking freak? Literally. God. And frankly, gross. I hope he wasn't anywhere near that child. Nowhere in sniffing distance. No. To be frank. Sniffing distance. Jesus. Although Lord knows he probably is only attracted to white children, so. She might have been safe. Thank God, I guess. He probably saw her and he was like, who is this 24 year old young woman? Oh, I thought I thought the little I thought it was the little girl. Yeah, she's like 12. But, you know, white people think it was a joke about how white people think like black kids are grown. Oh, OK. Good joke. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you don't have a pseudo penis. No, I, I really don't. Um, Let me see here. I'm a. I mean, I guess the the Hawks beat the Knicks, so and the the Knicks. I thought they were gonna win this series. It looks like they're gonna lose. So maybe I'm the pseudo penis, or the Knicks are the pseudo penis, or Spike Lee's a pseudo penis. <laughs> but it's it is what it is, man. You get some right, you get some wrong. Um, Jordan is my friend. Jordan is gonna be really sad though because he's a diehard Knicks fan. So. Yeah, I heard he's, about that. I heard that a lot of people were upset. He's going through it, man. What are you going to do? But yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been it's it's been it's been good. I feel like we went two hours today. Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, that was really long. Yeah. I had another fun little story, but I guess I'll save it for the next one. Fuck yeah. This has been fun. Oh, it has been fun. Awesome. Great. Successful first episode since you moved out. Yeah, it I were. I feel slightly less like I just had a divorce now. We're, I mean, we're, we still divorce, but we're settling things like who's getting what, you know? Yeah. Like who's going to get the kids on what weekend and shit. We're setting the schedule. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, this has been amazing. Anything else from you? No. Besides that, I'm fucking, I'm ass. And I'm nose. And this has been real news for real Americans. And everybody tweet Zach about his mass genocide. 
and how I'm a homophobe and how I'm a homophobe. I'm a genocidal freak. Mm-hmm. I like how I like how I don't know. Never mind. Genocide, homophobe. Um, what else? Racist, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sexist, toxic, masculine, sexic, sexist, toxic, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. small penis. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What's another one? Uh, Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Anti-Semitic. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. There should be, but yeah. it makes sense. I mean, he's a he's a blonde haired blue eyed German. What did we all expect? What do you? I'm wearing red. So literally, yeah. Zeke Hale is that? <laughs> yeah, Zeke Hale's the the Nazi thing, right? Is that our slogan? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's in Hydra. Yeah. Zach's actually the Winter Soldier. That's a reference for all the nerds out there. I don't even think you. If the nerds stayed along for this long. I hope so. I mean, nobody did. Nobody's watching. But still, great pod. Yeah, it was a great pod. In a year, we'll be putting out podcasts that are not total garbage. At some point. Yeah. But alrighty, then I guess we'll go ahead and stop this recording. Anything else? <laughs> Just fucking end it, bitch. Alrighty, bye everybody. <laughs>